so I'm hyperventilating a little bit. If I fall over, pick me up because I've got some things to say. Though we adore men individually, we agree that as a group they're rather stupid. That men are essential for procreation, but when it comes to pleasure, unnecessary. Dinosaurs eat men. Woman inherits the earth. Safety lights are for dudes. Safety lights are for dudes. <laughs> well, put some skates on. Be your own hero. Things in the air, Kristen. Yeah. Lord, please give it up for the dazzling vocal stylings of Miss Kimberly. Hello, Happy New Year. Welcome back. This is Citizen Dame, the podcast where we talk about pretty people and terrible people and everything in between. And, and sometimes pretty terrible that people. That is also true. I am Karen <laughs> Peterson, and joining me, as always, the dames are all back together. It feels like yeah. feels everything feels right in the world. I'm joined by Kristen Lopez. Hello, hello. Lauren Humphreys-Brooks. Hello. And Kimberly Pierce. Hello. So we had some big changes over the last couple of weeks. Kristen moved to Los Angeles. I am now recording from LA. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. It is so weird. You're so special. Yay. <laughs> and we're celebrating this by setting up all our Hollywood parties. So this is good. And be and Karen also moved, I think, down the street from where she used to I live. did. Yes, I moved four entire miles. But I feel like uh, I'm an, an entire world away. That hardly <laughs> seems really worth is. it for all that work. Oh, but now I don't have to share walls with anyone at all. I have oh, a place that, to Okay, myself. that maybe justifies it. <laughs> That's yeah, no, the, really nice. Yeah, the person I was renting from is selling the house, so I had to move. It wasn't, yeah. But there's Meanwhile, lots of Meanwhile, I went from but... a house that had its own walls to having people on top of and around me. And so every night I hear fat cats running around up upstairs and they are You have people on top annoying. of you every night? Uh, <laughs> not the people I want. No. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, let up with Karen Peterson. <laughs> oh man okay so this week's episode we are talking our most anticipated films of 2019 um i cannot believe it's 2019 already you guys when i was a child i remember calculating how old i was going to turn in the year 2000 and that was now almost 20 years ago <sighs> Crazy. no it's, okay. it's not true it makes me sad i know i know anyway but before we get to this year's most anticipated movies, <laughs> I have a little Time Capsule 2018 for your listening pleasure. I have our list from last year. So we're going to just run gonna through these. This is going to be cringeworthy. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> this is going to be as dated so... as acid washed jeans. <laughs> you know, I think you guys will be surprised at how not terrible most of these lists turned out to be. So, we were so young and naive. <laughs> actually, honestly, like, we all have something on the list that's a little eh. Actually, I don't think Lauren does now that I look at yeah. it. But uh, <laughs> all the rest of us all do. Um, but first, here we all, uh, some of us mentioned a couple of honorable mentions. So Kristen's honorable mentions were, 
first man. Space man yes, killed- I still yeah. haven't seen it. <laughs> you haven't seen it. So I'm not seen it. The man who killed Don Quixote. <laughs> That's not a real movie. <laughs> As we figured out. Sorry uh-huh. to bother you. Still fucking amazing. Yeah. Mary Poppins returns. No Yay. comment. <laughs> um, Black Panther. Oh, okay. I should have ranked mm-hmm. that way higher. Yeah, that should have been higher. Yes, yes, it should have been. Uh, Kim, you had three honorable mentions. They were First Man. Can't Black, complain with that one. Black Panther. <laughs> we all yeah, suck. <laughs> <laughs> and The Little Stranger. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Lauren, you did not. it higher. <laughs> Lauren did not choose any honorable mentions last year. She followed the rules and just picked 10 movies. <laughs> I always forget that, like, you guys do honorable mentions. So I'm like, oh, I probably could have listened more. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. And then my honorable mentions were First Man. Enjoyed it. Didn't love it. Annihilation. Really liked it a lot. Infinity War. I liked it. <laughs> but we'll see what happens with Endgame. Um, God Particle, which got renamed to the Cloverfield Paradox. I dug That's it. That's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. And New Mutants, which never got released. <laughs> yep. Okay. So our number 10s. Kristen, your number 10 was Black Klansman. Oh, okay. I'm still Actually, proud I'm of that. Actually, I'm just going to go... Yeah, I'm yeah, just, just going to go, go through, ten, the whole, the whole through thing. Yeah, I'm just going to go through everyone's whole list. Okay, so your number 10 was Black Klansman. Number t- 9 was J.T. Leroy. Oh, that didn't come out wide. I still, yeah. I, I almost contemplated putting that on this year's list, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 8 was Cloverfield Paradox. Uh, it's still fun. It's fun. It is fun. 7, Old Man and the Gun. Uh, I still had a lot of fun with that. Spike, garbage people. <laughs> I never did see it. It's entertaining. Uh, s- Just watch it for the Robert Redford. Okay. Uh, and the Sissy Spacek, because I love it. And the Sissy Spacek, yes. Um, number six, Suspiria. <laughs> I think it's pretty funny, because Kristen has Suspiria on her list, and Lauren did not. Yeah, because oh. I thought it was going to suck. <laughs> uh, number five, Widows. Uh, okay, well, I was obviously smart. Mm-hmm. Number four, Mary Queen of Scots. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, A Wrinkle in Time. Okay, well, we've talked about how that movie was unfairly maligned, so... That is it. so true. Cheers. Number two, On the Basis of Sex. Oh, okay. And I know, I know exactly what I had as number one, I think. What did you think you had as number one? Did I have Annihilation as number one? You sure did. I did, didn't I? He, well, he was yep. a lot higher on the list last year, wasn't he? <laughs> was such a summer child back in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And yet, you, okay, I will say that my 2018 was very on brand. And as you look at 2019, it's very it weird. to be on brand. Oh, okay. It's very weird. It's actually very not well. Eh, some choices are kind of me. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go to Lauren next. Uh, your number ten was Creed Two. Okay, I'm all right. Damn, I should have that nine. on my ten now. Knowing what I know. 
<laughs> Number nine, Incredibles 2. Yeah, okay, sure. You had a lot of sequels. Um, number yeah, eight, Mamma Mia 2. Which I still haven't seen. <laughs> I haven't either. I still have not seen it. I am certain I am going to love it, but I still haven't seen it. Clearly not that anticipated. Same I guess yet. not. I Yeah. <laughs> number seven, Mary Poppins Returns. Woo! Number six, Black Panther. Good. Say I'm smart. Uh, number five, Isle of Dogs. Uh, that, see, I liked it, but I it has problems. Mm-hmm. Number four, A Wrinkle in Time. Sweet. Yeah. Number three, The Little Stranger. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Apart really from like, that movie, I really well, uh-huh. I love the book, and I actually really liked the film. So, number two, I don't know if you ever saw this because I don't remember you talking about it. Early Man. I did. Did you? I did see it, and it's loads of fun, and it's so incredibly British that, like, I, I mean, even for someone who's li- who lived in Britain for a long time, I was like, I don't understand some of these jokes. <laughs> it's not. It's a lot That's of fun. Awesome. It really is. Cool. cool. Do you remember what your number one was? Uh, no. Ocean's Eight. Really? Yep. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> see, I had see, I had good taste. I had good taste in 2018. Let's just say it. You did well. You did well. It helps <laughs> when you pick big studio movies. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. This, this, this is what happens when you Google when you Google films that are coming out in 2018 because all you get are big studio movies. It's so true. So true. Uh, okay, Kim, number oh, ten. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of yours totally cracked me up. Um, oh yeah, number 10, Johnny English three, which I still haven't seen. Embarrassingly, <laughs> wow, wow. No. Number nine happens ha- happens when they press screen it at noon, and then it's in theaters for a blink of an eye. <laughs> so true. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a reason for that, though. Um, number nine, a futile and stupid gesture. See, I missed that one, too. <laughs> I think it's on Netflix now. Uh, yeah, it's. I've shown how bad I am with Netflix. <laughs> if it's not no. Great British Bake Off right now, I'm, I'm not watching a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, A Star is Born. Yeah, we, I was so young and naive. Mm-hmm. Young, naive, and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, The Front Runner. I, I, I stand by that choice. Really? <laughs> I'm fine. Hugh Jackman will always win me. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, number six, Deadpool 2. Uh, uh, yeah, young and stupid. Young and stupid. Oh, that movie's hilarious. No, see, uh, I, I just didn't, I didn't gel, man. Didn't gel. Hmm. Number five, On the Basis of Sex. Yeah, it should have been higher. <laughs> <laughs> number four, um, Ocean's 8. Should have been higher. <laughs> Especially when you find out what your top three were. Uh, oh, number... don't remind me. <laughs> number three. <laughs> Aquaman. Oh, oh really? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> number two, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Uh, oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God, I don't remember that. Do you remember I know I saw name? it. I don't remember the movie either. 
Do you I remember, remember your Paul number Bettany one? in a really hot coat. That is literally all I yes. recall. I, I I'm. Paul Bettany was in that. <laughs> Most people forget Paul <laughs> Bettany's in a lot of things. I completely forgot Solo even existed, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm desperately hoping my number one was Avengers. That is Am correct. I right? Yes. Okay. It was. See that I'm. I get that choice for me, so I can't complain on that one. Yep. Uh, my number ten was A Quiet Place. Loved it. Super good. Um, number nine, American Animals. I really liked it. I didn't love it as much as I thought I was going to, but I really liked it a lot. Uh, number eight, The Irishman didn't come out. <laughs> number nine or seven, Mulan didn't come out. Um, Number six, Mission Impossible Fallout. That was freaking good. Totally happy that's on here. Actually, all my top six I'm pretty excited about. Uh, number five, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Hell yes. Number four, Ocean's Eight. Hell yes. Number three, If Beale Street Could Talk. Oh, one of the most beautiful movies I've seen in the last ten years. Number two, Black Panther. And number one, A Wrinkle in Time. So. We all had very high a ring for a wrinkle in time and yeah yeah i'm very happy about that i have i like my list the only problem with my list is two of them didn't end up coming out so that usually is me i usually have like my most anticipated <laughs> never comes out i contemplated and see that's a good question did we all go with stuff that had hard release dates I mostly did. Mulan originally did have a firm release date, but then Disney shuffled their schedule around. Because there is one yeah, movie I contemplated putting on my list that does not have a release date and could very well be a 2020 release, and I didn't want to burn a spot, so I didn't include it. mine too, but I put it as my number 10. Oh, no wait, actually I have two without a firm release date. Yeah, so I tended to go with stuff that definitely did have a release date, as opposed to something else. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Yeah. See, I just All want right. to salt and burn my list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm looking so. at my list right now and I'm just saying, is this me or is this somebody else? Because I'm looking at some of these choices thinking, hmm, I actually didn't think with the lower half of my body this year. What? Yeah, yeah, no, it's weird. It's, I mean, some, some. I'm proud of my choices this year. I'm going to stick to this. But not everything. <laughs> <laughs> One or two things on my list I'm pretty surprised are there. The rest feel very on brand. So, And I do have a couple of big studio movies. So, All right. I think, I think all so we're going to do this. <laughs> That's okay. So well, we're going to do this the way we did last year. I was going to say, it would have helped if IndieWire had put out their big, most anticipated list that they usually do, that they did not do this year. Because that's where I usually get all my information on smaller stuff. So thanks, Well, you could go to awardcircuit.com, where there is one. <laughs> I guess say, Googling films released in 2019, and you get all of the big ones, but you don't get many of the smaller ones. So. What was no, that about but... awardcircuit.com, Karen? You could go there to find what's coming up in 2019. Seriously? How do I find this? What is this strange thing called the internet? (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's a magical, mystical place. Um, Okay, so we're going to do this like we did last year. So 
three out of four of us have ranked our lists. Um, I've kind of ranked mine now. While we were oh, talking, okay. I was I was like rearranging things. So I, okay, I okay. sort of have a ranking. Okay, cool. So uh, when I say my number 10, if someone has it higher on their list, then they're going to yell out avocado toast. And we will move on to the next person until we get to the place on their list where that movie is at. All right. <laughs> that was cool. a very a very cogent description, Karen. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> so, um, all right. So we're gonna start. Let's. We're gonna go ten through one. Does anybody have any honorable mentions? Kim, you mentioned you had one. I have. I have a couple. Um, have, what did I, I list? What's the definition for a lot? Several. <laughs> More than two. Um, I have one. So yes, I have several. Technically, then I have several as well. We were excited about things. Yeah, I. That's good. Do you want to start, Kristen? Um, Yeah, go ahead, Kristen. Uh, I have Cat Marvel. Did not make my list. Um, Pet Cemetery, the remake, only because I need to know how horrible that's going to be. There's a movie called The Rhythm Section with Blake Lively that's coming out this year. The. Seems like a simple flavor mixed with, like, a 90s erotic thriller, and I'm kind of here for it. Um, But I don't know anything else about it. Dumbo. Colin Farrell, Disney Dilf. I will go wherever he goes. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 9 did not make my list. I'm sorry. As did The Addams Family did not make my list either, because I'm still really fucking pissed at how that looks. Uh, they're remaking Charlie's Angels in 2019, and as somebody who has watched both Charlie's Angels movies more than, how many fingers do we have? Ten. More than ten times each. I feel I need to go and see this one, you know, for feminism. Um, and then I also have James Mangold's Ford v. Ferrari, if only because John Bernthal's gonna be in 60s clothes, and I don't know anything about cars, I don't give a fuck. But that almost made my 10, and I kicked it down to honorable mention. So, and you don't want to know what I put in its place, Lauren. Okay. <laughs> so those are my honorable uh-huh. mentions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lauren's going to hear it. She's going to be like, God damn it. So, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is fun. Okay. Uh, Kim, what do you got? Uh, I actually bumped most, I felt guilty because a huge, uh, I started out with probably 25 on this list and had to bump down. So I actually bumped most of the big studio ones off because I wanted to talk about some smaller films. So I have, I mean, Avengers Endgame, you know, would be a definite honorable mention for me. It kind of felt like these honorable mentions were ones that you know I'm going to go see anyway. So I wanted to talk about the smaller films, which deserve some more attention. Um... Star Wars Episode Nine, uh, Men in Black, is definitely on that honorable mention list. I uh, bumped Aladdin because I will be there for Hot Jafar. I <laughs> will probably, I will probably grimace and wince, but I'm there for Hot Jafar. I think that is the oh, and the Irishman. I uh, that just got bumped out out of the list this morning. And Knives Out, the Ryan Johnson. Oh, kind yeah. of, hell of a cast um chris evans i'm always there for that was recently number 10 but just got bumped and that is one that really excites me awesome 
Okay, so we ready? Lauren, did you have any honorable mentions? Uh, I did have, I had one honorable mention because I realized I had listed this and then I was like, I don't think that that's an actual movie. I think that it's a, like a mini series, but it's a mini series documentary. Um, Ava DuVernay's Central Park Five. Uh, oh, yeah. Is, is coming out. And, Sounds interesting. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that. She's been pushing it a lot on social media and everything. And it's a very good time to talk about that particular incident. Uh, and so I'm really looking forward to that. But I believe it's like a four or five part series. So it's not technically mm. a film. That sounds great. Um, you know, yeah, a couple of mine, I have Avengers Endgame I'm looking forward to. And Captain Marvel I'm super excited about. Um, the Irishman, which was on my list last year, it was very questionable if it was going to get released in 2018. And of course it ultimately didn't. And then, um, this one would have made my list, but it's coming out in like two weeks. So I decided to wait and that is glass. So, um, we'll go to number 10 and we're just going to go Kristen, Lauren, Kim, me. Okay. So Kristen, what is your number 10? I always got to go first, don't I? Yep. Okay, so this is where I apologize to Lauren because I know she's going to hear it and she's going to be mad at me and then <laughs> it's going to be difficult. Is <laughs> um, once upon a time out. in Hollywood? <clears throat> oh my God. <laughs> I'm leaving. That's it. I'm done. Like, See, I, I quit. Was- that was going to be on my list, then I bumped it for fear of, you know, the shit I was going to take. I knew I should have put John Bernthal in 60s clothes on the 10. You should have. Oh, oh, I see. I see. So this, this, this is entirely Kristen following her, her baser instincts. Okay. That's, yes. You got to think with your the lower half of your body on some picks, and sometimes it just, you know. Okay, let me explain. Just give in. Jesus Christ. Let me explain myself. Okay. No, you don't have to explain yourself. <laughs> I don't think you can. She's hung out with Quentin Tarantino, man. She. She's like he's actually going to be a really sensitive film. Oh, no. Like now, it's no. I have no, no, no illusions about the intent of this film. I, having just watched the trailer for, I don't know what studio doing I, you of Sharon Tate with Lizzie. McCoy. I was just going to say you. At least she didn't pick that exactly. one exactly. We could have gone way worse. That's all I'm saying. Okay, way worse. Uh, oh, good. So, so it's a slightly better made expo- exploitation film. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I just bear, I mean, as Kim and I talk about, you know, I'm kind of a sucker for these throwback movies. Yes, I know it's gonna be offensive, but at the same time, I that attention. <laughs> Okay, they've turned Hollywood Boulevard into 1969. I'm a sucker for production design. You can't take that. I hear you, Kristen. I get it. Okay, I know Marco Robbie. I understand. Doesn't look a (laughs) shit bit like Sharon Tate, aside from the fact that they're both female and they're blonde. Okay, and they have boobs. I get that. Okay, and I get that we're probably gonna end this movie with Sharon Tate whipping out a fucking Uzi to shoot charlie manson in the head okay and then roman polanski's gonna come by and say hey great shooting i get that i get all of that okay but, <laughs> but just look at the production design come on oh 
production design. Oh, but the production design. Oh my god. Let the record show that no one yelled avocado toast when she said this pick. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, damn it. It it got I, I will say it was written down, but it was one of the fifteen that I cut. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self in 2020, um, just go with vagina choices. Got it. <laughs> Got it. You could have gone with John Bernthal. You could have gone with John Bernthal. Although with my luck, he's in it. What's for, the release? We all know with my luck, he's in it for two minutes, gets shot in the face, and then the rest of the movie is just boring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's the release date on that? That comes out August 9th of 2019. No, they moved it. Oh, well, IMDb. They moved it up. It. Oh, well, they need to because that was the whole thing. Sony decided not to release it on the 50th anniversary of Sharon Tate's murder. Okay. Well, Amazing. So I think wow. it's July well, it, now. Yeah. That, God damn. <laughs> yeah. I think it's in July now. Um, okay, Lauren, what's your number 10? <laughs> my number 10 is John Wick Chapter 3. Nice. Oh, that was almost on my list, too. <laughs> I, I love, I, no one else? Okay, I love the no. John Wick movies. And I was like, so I was scrolling through all the films that were coming out this year. And, and I was like, oh my god, the next John Wick film, yes! Oh, I can't wait! Uh, yeah, I love John Wick. I am so excited to see yet another like entry into into all of this madness. And I, I look, I actually do look forward to where they're going to go with this because I think another entry into Keanu Reeves kills everyone. Exactly, like with headshots. I'm totally there. I'm totally there. <laughs> like that's the kind of exploitation film I'm okay with. I've oh, never yeah. seen yep. any of those movies. Come on, man! Oh, you're missing so much. You really are missing out. They they are fun. I was expecting to hate it, and I love those movies. So good. I, I don't think I've yeah, gotten the really central fun. conceit of the first film, though. It was quick. I mean, you you don't see anything. I was petrified for that very reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's like, but I, I still then haven't gotten the over the I Am and... Legend. So I mean, I, I'm working. I'm working towards. It. Oh no! It's traumatizing. Less... John Wick is traumatizing. It I is, it but I thought it was that part was less traumatizing than I Am Legend. So, yeah, because yeah. you don't. <laughs> it's such a cute dog, though. I know. This is your cute little puppy. But then you're just like, yes, of course. That is why Keanu Reeves goes on a killing spree because how could you kill that little dog? Because uh, you know, it's that if that happened to me. I would probably react the same way. Exactly. Just like exactly. kill my dog. I oh, want to murder all of you. I'm going to murder all the Russian mob. <laughs> now you gotta die. Yep. That's great. That's great. And, we... and chapter two is great, too. Like, it's it's just loads of fun. Do we have a release date on three? I have no idea because I am not doing my homework and I did not write any release dates down. Okay. Uh, Kim, what's your number 10? In what could not be a more polar opposite choice from John Wick 3, uh, the Downton Abbey movie is my oh, choice. Oh, that almost <laughs> yes i'm really excited uh, for it too that i'm i am so excited I, I i'm a little i i think of serenity from firefly and i just the the whole one-off movie thing always makes me a little nervous but i loved that show so much and just maggie smith i will always be there for maggie smith and all the britishness and all the periodness it's I'll definitely be checking that one out. Uh, well, the release the, date is 
it's expected September 20th, but that's probably UK. So who knows when we'll get it over here. <laughs> I've never watched. Probably around the same time. Oh my gosh. I love that show so much. How, so as so as production design, <laughs> you know, period person, how have you missed um, this? I don't know because it's got at least like two British men that uh, back in the day, 12 year old Kristen would have lost her mind over. So you think I'd be into it. Oh, it's but, yes. Um, oh, you would. Have, I'm terrible with TV. Would. I'm terrible with television. It's a delight. It is There's such like I mean, 50 episodes. Season three altogether. kicked my ass, but it's series three kicked my ass, but the rest of it's a delight. So good. Yeah, no, I agree. That was almost on my list. I really cannot wait to find out why the British flag is flying over Downton Abbey, because that's only when a royal is in residence. Ooh! I know! <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> you people! <laughs> we have a lot of joy. Um, we need it. <laughs> my number 10 is also very different. Um, that is The Glorias, A Life on the Road. I've Anybody? never heard of this one. Oh, man. Julie Taymor directs, and it's a biopic about Gloria Steinem based on her memoir. <gasps> right. Ooh. And Gloria Steinem is played by Lulu Wilson, Alicia Vikander, and Julianne Moore at different stages in her life. Oh, I need you know, that in my life. It's going to be like on the basis of sex only. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I am down so, for that. I'm embarrassed I haven't heard of this. (laughs) It doesn't have an official release date yet, but it's finished, I believe. So I think they're looking at taking it to TIFF. So it should be out this year. Fingers crossed. Uh, Kristen, number nine. My number nine is It Chapter Two. Avocado Toast. Okay, I will wait then. Ooh. Also Avocado Toast, yeah. Lauren? Uh, my number nine is <laughs> Sean the Sheep Farmageddon. Of course it is. Nice. <laughs> yes. I love Sean the Sheep. I love Sean the Sheep, and I just found out that this was actually coming out in 2019. I thought it was going to be 2020, but I was like, oh no, no, Farmageddon! Yay! <laughs> I love it when you come out with those picks, Lauren. It is Sean the Sheep, and like, and and I went to see the first Sean the Sheep movie, like when it came out, and I was the only adult unaccompanied by a very small child. <laughs> Uh, so yes, I am so incredibly excited about Sean the Sheep. Like, because it's Sean the Sheep. Yeah, Sean the me. Sheep is great, man. Sean the yeah. Sheep is the best, and they're like aliens this time, supposedly. Maybe I don't know, but whatever it is, it's going to be cute. That sounds awesome. Um, Kim. So my number nine. I actually just learned about this movie this morning as I was running through Ben Wishaw's IMDb. Um, The Personal History of David Copperfield. uh, Directed by Armando Iannucci. And after watching Death of Stalin, that would definitely make my list because I thought his voice was just awesome. And amazing cast too. Ben Wishaw's in it. Tilda Swinton, Gwendolyn Christie, Hugh Laurie, Dev Dev Patel, Peter Capaldi. Just really a lot of awesomeness to go around. So I'm, it intrigues the heck out of me. And that's why it made the list. Um, I am looking and I'm not, I'm seeing a 2019 release date, but nothing concrete yet. Okay, cool. 
my number nine, I have a feeling, is going to be higher on somebody else's list. Um, but that is Velvet Buzz- Buzzsaw? No? Nope. No, I wow. Did I not say that I thought for sure doesn't Kristen... have their list out. I'm floundering <laughs> here. <laughs> I really thought this would be higher on Kristen's list for God sure. Damn it's it. the new Dan Gilroy movie. Um, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal, John Malkovich, Tony Collette, and Renee Russo. It's actually kind of surprising that this is on my list because I'm not the biggest Dan Gilroy fan, and I'm also definitely not a Jake Gyllenhaal fan, but I'm seeing it at Sundance, and I don't even know what it's about. Something about money and art collectors and crime, and the still photos I've seen of it look interesting, so... Whatever, I'll check it out. And it will be in theaters February 1st. So, uh, Kristen, number eight. This episode eight. has been sponsored by IndieWire, who needed to put their fucking list out so that I could know what's out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next one is... Okay, this might have been chosen with lower half of my body in mind. It's Men in Black International. Avocado, avocado toast. toast. Yeah. <laughs> this one. Woohoo! <laughs> um, Lauren. Alright, so we're up to number eight, right? Um, yes. So I, yet again, I'm hoping that this is actually going to come out in 2019 because it keeps on getting changed around. The Irishman. Yep. It okay. should. It should be, yeah. I certainly I hope so. And the only reason why this film is not higher up on my list is because I'm still not convinced that it's actually going to come out in 2019. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I love Scorsese. Even his like worst films, I think, are fascinating. So I'm I'm excited about it. And also, hopefully, it will be a good performance from Robert De Niro, who really needs to start turning in good performances again. He's still a good actor. He just needs to like put in the work. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for that one. Yeah, it, it sounds great. I'm, I'm looking forward to it too. Kim, number eight. My number eight is Ford v. Ferrari. I am actually a nerd for 1960s racing. Um, I am hugely into like Formula One for that era. So as soon as I looked at the, the Le Mans tie-in from then, I just, I am so down and then add in Christian Bale and all his awesomeness. I I am really looking forward to that. Uh, looking at IMDb, the release date is going to be June twenty. Is supposedly June twenty eighth. I will be there June twenty eighth. Yeah, I am. That I'm really excited for. Oh yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Does... for the plot, of course. Plot, you know, plot. What is plot? Yes, yes. That's the only Why? reason that you are there. Uh huh. Yes. He'll be wearing a lot of mid sixties <laughs> suits, so that that'll be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, my number, <laughs> my number eight, is a movie that premiered at TIFF last year and got picked up and will be out this year. And that is Hotel Mumbai. I did not have that, but I thought about it. That's not on Kristen's list not. either. How was that not um, avocado? Not. <laughs> because it looks like it's so, not going to be. I, I've, I've got people. Did you see it, Karen? No, I have not seen it. I've got people on the inside that has. I've heard mixed things, but I'm still yeah. looking forward to it because it's got Dev Patel, Jason Isaacs, who I adore, and then some guy named Army Hammer. 
And even a shitty Army Hammer movie still has its benefits. (laughs) (laughs) And that will be out March 29th. It's about the terrorist attacks from several years ago when um, terrorists took over a hotel in Mumbai. And it was very terrifying. And yes, I hope that the movie does not suck. Kristen, what's your number seven? So my number seven is also uh, that guy Army Hammer film that's coming to Sundance and if Karen doesn't go see it she's not allowed to come back on the show so he's been warned it's uh <laughs> wounds or some places are calling it the translation of wounds I heard it's called wounds I don't know either way uh on the Sundance list it's called okay wounds. so all I know about this I, I remember when Army Hammer was filming it because it was all over his Instagram and the plot seems super interesting it's about a bartender in New Orleans who picks up a phone that's left behind at the bar and quote disturbing and mysterious things start to happen I'm all for weird thing I found might end up being a cursed object of some kind and it's not only got Army Hammer but it's got my queen Dakota Johnson and Zazie Beats is in it too so I'm really interested in this one it comes out March 29th and I mean, Army Hammer gets to walk around in jeans and a t-shirt for a two-hour movie. I mean, that's always good, right? Who doesn't love that? <laughs> as long as he had... Well, he filmed it before, so he still has his hair. So I'm good for that. We don't talk about that, Kim. <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> the hair grows back, guys. Oh, my God. I know. You're all, like, obsessed with Army Hammer shaving his head. just like, it, he will literally... Ha- he probably already has exactly. it back. Like... like- it's okay. It's okay. I'm not over it yet. I'm not over it. <laughs> Clearly. Hard. <laughs> what's your number seven? All right. My so my number seven is actually a cheat because it was initially supposed to come out in 2019, and now it's going to come out in 2020. But whatever. I'm going to leave it on the list because I'm excited about it. Death on the Nile. Oh, I got moved to 2020. That almost uh, made well, my list. Avocado, that, yeah. I have it as avocado yeah. toast. I I heard it was also coming out in November. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but I. I the most recent release date was like October. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen both. I've I considered it because uh, it's still on all these most anticipated lists as November 2019. Awesome. Then yeah, let's talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kim number seven. I have a feeling my number seven and might be getting avocado toasted. I have Jojo Rabbit. That oh, is yeah. definitely avocado yeah. toast. <laughs> Man, For sure. see, I give up forgetting about these. <laughs> This is my problem. Oh man. oh man. Um my number seven is definitely avocado toasted because Lauren already said so and she hasn't said it yet, and that's it, chapter two. Yeah. yeah. Um so Kristen, number six. So my number six is Are You Afraid of the Dark? Does anybody else have that? Woohoo! So I can talk about no. it. Is that based on the Nickelodeon it show? It is based on the Nickelodeon show. They're, do- they're doing a movie? Wow. And I am really pissed at its existence. But I am a huge... <laughs> but that's one of my most anticipated it's movies of the year. one of my most anticipated films of the year. <laughs> so she can hate watch it. The need to make permanent frowny face while I watch it, I'm assuming. There is, there is no known plot. Nobody knows. It hasn't even filmed yet. So it could very well be bumped to next to next year, but it's directed by DJ Caruso, who did Disturbia, if memory serves. 
which was eh. Um, but I, I just, I love Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's one of my favorite shows. I'm 30 years old and I will still watch episodes of the show because I think it's just that entertaining. So I need to know what this looks like. I need to see it. I will probably be unhappy with it, but... I've been waiting for something to happen with this movie, like with them to make a movie for decades. And I mean, I'm probably gonna be upset, but I, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong because I want this to be something kids can watch and be like, holy shit, what is this? And then go watch the original shows. Don't reboot it, Nick. Just just don't, don't do that. But it comes out October 11th, allegedly. And based on how quickly they film it, it might say a lot more about its quality. Well, you know, some people can make a movie in like a month and they turn out terrible. Okay, well, not everybody's Clint Eastwood <laughs> and it turns into the mule. I know. Oh, that movie's so terrible. Anyway. <laughs> um, Lauren, number six. All right, my number six is The Kitchen. Ooh, avocado uh, toast. All right. <laughs> avocado toast. I kind of had a feeling that that was going to come up, but yeah. Yep. Kim. Uh, my number six is, and I'm wondering if anybody's going to have this, Charlie's Angels. That was in Kristen's honorable mentions. Yeah. My honorable mention, but I did not get uh, Main reason I have this on, I'm really interested in the concept of Charlie's Angels through a female director, because Elizabeth Banks is directing it. Um, so that's kind of the main reason why it jumped up there. I'm really curious to what she's going to do with that conceit, especially since all the other versions of Charlie's Angels that we've had. Um, this could go really interesting, or it could be one next year that I'm whining about being, you know, sad and naive and young. So we'll, we'll see. I really like, I, that Kristen Stewart casting choice interests me, um, Patrick Stewart, I'm always game for, you know, so it, I, I'll be there. I'm interested to see what they do with it. Um, it is going to, right now, the release date is November 2019. I'm, I'm still cautiously interested in this one. I have to explain to my best friend before I moved, because she, she had never seen either version of the movies, and I explained the plot to both movies to her, and she said, what the hell, these are actual movies that were put out in a so I feel like Elizabeth Banks has at least a low bar to cross. Very true. Very it's true. It's low. It's low. Oh, it is. But but the the movies so far have their merits, and I'm hoping this one like actually doesn't want to make me stab myself in the eye as I keep watching it. <laughs> okay. I'm fairly certain that creatures in Bird Box are the Charlie's Angels movies. <laughs> 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 that was hilarious. Just random clips. Random yep. clips. Um, my number six is. I have to get this title correct because it's long. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. You're picking Nobody? some interesting right. choices. This, yeah. Is, yeah. Where did you this find is the I, Ted Bundy film? It is the Ted Bundy film. Uh, Oh, and I got a days. ticket for it at Sundance. Zach Efron is playing Ted Bundy. Oh, which still seems Ooh, yeah. I've been actually I've been looking weird. forward to this movie for a while. Well, no, it's actually it makes a lot of sense because that was the thing about Ted Bundy is that he was, 
you know, by all accounts, he was very attractive, very charming. I actually, because I lived in Utah for a while, I went to school up there, and I had a friend whose mom knew Ted Bundy, and he had asked her out on a on a date a couple of times, and she always turned him down. And it's just crazy to think, like, what could have happened? <laughs> and um, and it's it's the Ted Bundy story is always one that's fascinated me because of the fact that I know people who either like came across him or just like lived near where he had killed people and just like I just feel like I have this weird connection to it sort of and so I've always been fascinated by him I'm fascinated by true crime anyway I love I love true crime and this one just looks really interesting to me it's um Zach Efron's in it John Malkovich Lily Collins so I'm excited. It doesn't have a theatrical release date, but it is premiering at Sundance. I did get a ticket for it. I'm so excited. That could be a career role for Efron if it's good. It could. Yep. Yeah. It really could. And you know, the funny funny thing is I should have known about this because I just got the Netflix Conversations with a Killer series on Ted Bundy. Mm -hmm. And I'm writing an article about how this and the movie, (laughs) what that means for bringing the Ted Bundy whole the whole story back into the mainstream. So you'd think I would have remembered that that actually is a yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a thing, and I'm seeing it in like three weeks. I'm I, I would be interested to see what like what it actually is because the every time I see images or something from it, I'm like, please don't tell me that we're going to start romanticizing Ted Bundy, because Bundy Bundy like received tons of fan letters when he was like women who wanted him to kill them. Yeah. Uh, when he was in prison. And it, it just, there's something, I, I agree. I think that, like, Zach Efron, it, it could be really interesting. This could be a really interesting examination of it. I'm just a little bit concerned that it's going to turn into this sort of, oh, he isn't he dangerous, you know, like the wanting to sleep with the serial killer kind of thing. And I, it, it makes me very nervous. This whole, the whole thing makes me nervous. That, that whole looking for like one good woman type of thing, like. Or, or something like that, or, or at least, or even just like, oh, he, he's diabolical and that's sort of attractive. And I, I, I'm uncomfortable with it. I'm come, I'm uncomfortable with the whole idea. No, I, I totally get where you're coming from, Lauren. And, that's that's the thing. I hope that this movie takes the the point or makes the point or you know, I mean, people are going to interpret it how they will, but yeah. my understanding as I've been kind of following this project is that really his intention is to show that like you can't just be charmed by these guys because you could end up dead. And so, if it's as Blake if- Lively said, if your head's going to end up in a trash can, <laughs> <laughs> there you go wow that was a perfect uh, end right there absolutely really perfect. was <laughs> all right Kristen, what's your number five okay so we might get avocado toasted but aladdin oh no one has it higher it was my uh, honorable mention Okay, so I've Aladdin it, uh, whatever number we're at. What was that Why about Kristen it? saying she wasn't picking with her groin? I was, I was going to say. I think she like, said I there were a few choices that did. I said there were a few choices. Thank you, Kim. This is entirely every like everything that we have heard so far, I feel. This is one of my, yeah, this is uh, technically. Okay, Aladdin's not even my animated movie at all, okay? But... I mean, come on. I'm going to sit there in a movie theater and just be like, why the hell is this Aladdin guy 
popular. He fucking sucks. We should just be hanging out with Sexy Jafar because look at that man, okay? Amazing. Speaking so, of diabolical evil that we all want to fuck, I mean... <laughs> I mean, come on, come on, okay? Who, who wouldn't, okay? I'm just saying that when you're watching an Oscar Isaac movie and the other guy who's standing in the corner bests you in every way, shape, and form, that is a star in the making. So I am ready for Aladdin to turn Marwan Kenzari into, like, the next big thing, because holy shit, it is amazing. Um, so yeah, uh, Aladdin's got songs, I mean, it's got Guy Ritchie, and maybe maybe it'll be Man from Uncle-y, I don't know, probably not, but, you know, I'm hoping it's more Man from Uncle unless King Arthur, whatever the fuck that was, because that was terrible, so. The melding um, of I'm Disney ready. and Guy Ritchie, that could could go that could be either really interesting or really strange <laughs> exactly i mean based on watching both man from uncle and king arthur it could be incredibly homoerotic and you know what i'd also be into i'd that, be fine so... with aladdin making out with sexy jafar exactly <laughs> like and then they just look at jasmine and they're like you go do you you're like you can be queen of agrabah we don't really need you you okay? go be empowered I mean, we'll be over here making out exactly you and the genie run the country and we're just gonna be over here okay and you know what i'm fine with that plot as well so i've just instantly made this movie like 30 times better than it probably will be but you know are you listening guy richie 24th <laughs> <laughs> number five my number five is a beautiful day in the neighborhood i no are one? you are, is that the tom hanks one yeah I, i'm using the other title but i have avocado i avocado toast that okay the official title now kim is beautiful day in the neighborhood oh see i'm using okay see i was using what they had on imdb and i thought that was the new title no they just updated it like a week cool or two well i I'm, I'm using it by the old title but it's there Okay, what's your number five then? Uh, this is probably to get avocado toasted the kitchen since you haven't said it yet. Yep, avocado toast. My number five is Men in Black International. Avocado toast. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep, I knew that was coming. Kristen, number four. My number four is us. Avocado Mine too. <laughs> avocado toast. Okay, then what's your <laughs> okay, number four, Lauren? I'm gonna mute because there is a giant spider that just like sailed down from the ceiling in front of me. Uh, no, you take care of that. <laughs> While Lauren talks about her number four, my number four is Men in Black International. Okay. Anyone Let's... have it higher? Okay. Uh, yeah, Men in Black International. Sexy people doing sexy things, and there are like some aliens involved. Probably. Like, I don't care. What's not to love about this trailer, right? <laughs> Exactly. Like, it's nothing but sexy people. Just, like, many exactly. different kinds of sexy people. Ages and ethnicities and sexualities. Like, it's awesome. I cannot wait. Emma Thompson with that white hair was just like, wow. Oh, and yeah. that suit. She looks so good. I'm Everybody so is sexy. Like, it's just too yes. much. It's yep. too much. I don't care what they do. They can. I don't care about the aliens. I don't care about the action. I just care about all of the sexy people. It's so true. I cannot wait. And that will be out on June 14th. I'm back. My whole setup just crashed because I had to kill the fuck out of that spider. But Men in Black, I'm so sad I missed the conversation on that. I just talked about sexy people. We just finished. So 
What do you, what would you like to contribute? It's all about Hemsworth and <laughs> Tessa Thompson. Those suits, and man, both of those two suits. and those suits. Everything is going to be like button-down polos and collared shirts in 2019. And I'm here for it. That ah, spider that see. I just killed was definitely not here for it. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Can't wait. All right. Um, we're still on number four. Kim, what's your number four? I have one that I just discovered as well. Shirley. It is a... Is that avocado toasted by anyone? No. Uh, uh, Shirley Jackson. A pseudo... They're calling it biopic, but I'm not quite sure on that. Um, Elizabeth Moss is in the lead. And then you have Michael Stuhlbarg in there, who I'm always, always, always there for. And then Logan Lerman, who also intrigues the heck out of me. And then we've got a female director on it, Josephine Decker, as well as a female writer. Oh, wow. So we all of that together. I am really excited for. Um, sound no concrete release yet. It's down as being in post. I could see it being maybe a late festival entry, but that really, when I found it in online the other day, that really sounded exciting. Yeah, she's a really mm -hmm. interesting like person. She oh yeah, totally. Life, yeah. And in the hands of Elizabeth Moss, that could. Yeah. I mean, she's good. So. And, and you said Josephine Decker is yeah. directing it. Uh, is she the one that did? Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Um, Let me... Yeah, she did Madeline's Madeline. Taking myself. Oh, okay. oh that's right. Yeah. Oh, I. that sounds really interesting. Yes, that is her. Yeah, I just flipped over to the IMDb. Cool. Okay, so my number four got avocado toasted. That was us. So, Kristen, what's your number three? My number three is Death on the Nile. Okay, so no one has it higher. So we can talk about it, Lauren. Hey. I pulled hey. it when I thought it was 2020. Uh, I mean, it's still list I mean, it's listed as 2020 on IMDb, but every other most anticipated list I've even Rotten Tomatoes has really? listed as 19. Yeah, well, that's so, why I got confused. I thought yeah, it was, I read it as 2019 and then she bumped it when I saw IMDb. Let's just embrace it and say that it's 2019 and hope yeah, we just Will it, it into existence, so. y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I will let Lauren go first because I've never read the book. I have the book, but I've never read it. So I know nothing about it other than it's going to be Army Hammer and Gal Gadot dressed up in amazing period clothes. I'm assuming playing a really impossibly sexy couple. <laughs> probably, yeah. Stuff? I don't know. Probably. I don't think that any of their character names have been announced yet. So. They, they are. They are on IMDb. They are? All right. Well, I, I will look at that later. But yeah, yeah. I th it'll be good. And, and personally, I just, I really loved uh, Murder on the Orient Express. I love what Brennan is doing with Poirot. And I also, I continue to find it really, really funny that you know, uh, Hercule Poirot's mustache is getting a sequel and Blade Runner 2049 is like nothing. And I'm just so happy about that. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be awesome. Like, I, I don't know how it could possibly go wrong. If, if he just does the same thing that he did with Murder on the Orient Express, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm down for it. And uh, I will be interested to see how, how they interpret the story. Okay, so, but what is Army Hammer going to do? Lauren, re knowing your knowledge of the book. Well, if 
he's playing the role that I think he's playing. Uh, he's playing then he's Simon per IMDb. Yeah, then he's he's probably going to be spending a lot of time in pajamas. <gasps> yeah, if I remember the book correctly, <laughs> and uh, there's also a, a reminder: a smoking jacket. Will he wear a smoking jacket? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a really good mystery. It's one of uh, I think it's one of her more popular books, and it's been it's been adapted numerous times. So if you really want to know all of the solutions, you can go and read the book, or you can go watch the Peter Ustinov film. Well, we know that oh. Kristen likes to know the spoilers, so I do. I I hate I hate going in cold, so I will read the book before. But a reminder that they keep saying they want to remake the Thin Man. Army Hammer's available. He's not my choice. But he's available, would you say? I think he would be a good Nick Charles. He'd be a good Nick Charles. He's not what God, I see Oscar Nick Isaac is. as Nick Charles. Yeah, well, great <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was thinking Justin Thoreau, but... Oh, um, yeah, oh thank you! <laughs> okay, I mean, I, he technically auditioned for it in Star Wars I anyway, have figured so. out why you guys cast Justin Thoreau and everything, because he looks like everybody. You keep on casting him in every <laughs> single role, and I'm like, this is because he is the blandest person. He's a blank <laughs> and, Yeah, you can no. just anything oh, onto him. Exactly, you could put him in anything, and it's just like, oh, he makes sense of that, he makes sense of this. Just like, oh yeah, because he's boring, that's why. Yeah. No, it's because he's a chameleon, and he's <laughs> so exactly. good. Exactly, Boring. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking, Oscar Isaac has got, I mean, if we remake Laura, I, I think he'd be a good Dana Andrews, but you know, ooh, like, ooh. Not, he's not Nick Charles. I'm sorry. Um, I have that one unlocked. So, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Army Hammer can play all the 1940s-esque characters that he wants. I mean, he's already doing that anyway. I almost put Rebecca on this list, but that doesn't have a release date either, so. <laughs> True. <laughs> Number three, we're still on three, right? Yeah, yeah. three. Yeah. Lauren. Uh, all right. My number three is Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I considered that one too. That got yeah, that got a late bump from me. <laughs> what am I missing with this movie? Um, it's because you hate Joy. Remember? It looks no, crazy. It looks so Here's cute. It's probably because my brother was obsessed with Pokemon and we had to go see every fucking Pokemon movie in theaters and I wanted to kill myself. So maybe maybe that's why I just look at Detective Pikachu and I say, nope, hard pass. Because I'm an adult now and I don't have to go sit through that I, 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 I have to say, I did not, I, I was just going to say, I, just, I did not grow up with Pokemon at all. Like I was never into Pokemon, Same. I was never interested in Pokemon. This looks so fucking weird. That I am exactly. so there. I'm like, it's like, he's Pikachu, and he's Ryan Reynolds, and it's like a hard-boiled noir sort of story <laughs> in Pokemon world. Like he's Hard-boiled noir hat. starring Pikachu. I mean, come exactly. on. <laughs> he's got a little Deerstalker hat, which makes him Detective Pikachu. Oh my god. <laughs> this is the best thing yeah. ever. It's going to be Lauren's going to say that Nick and Nora Charles need to be played by P Detective Pikachu and some some other Pokemon <laughs> character. Like Jigglypuff is there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who any of these people are, but I'm excited. It just looks so weird. Oh my it god. It looks so adorable. <laughs> I can't wait. 
Kim, what's your number three? Um, this might be getting avocado toasted, little women. Avocado toast. Yeah. I stand by the 1993 version. I don't need another one. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. It's like it's like forty nine ninety four and then thirty three for me. If we're ranking, okay, okay. And I know forty nine your... is not a popular one, but it's my <laughs> favorite. I'm one. always there for Peter Laurie's, or I'm sorry, Peter Lawford is my. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I just got an image. <laughs> I'm always there for I Peter Laurie. I did too as soon as I said it. <laughs> That would have been interesting, though. I mean, you have to say. (laughs) Well, my number three did already come up before, and that is The Kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Female director, Andrea Burloff. It stars Elizabeth Moss, Tiffany Haddish, Melissa McCarthy, Domhnall Gleeson. Yeah, that's what I am, my boy. (laughs) And Common. And it, I don't know, it sounds a little Widows-esque, because it's about, it's some New York women in the 70s, their husbands were all in the Irish mob, they get picked up by the FBI, so then the women are, I guess, carrying out their husband's business, so it, it sounds fascinating. I'm super excited for it. Lauren, you mentioned it too, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'm really interested. I'm mostly interested because it's a female director and I like the cast. Um, I, I agree uh-huh. with you. It sounded very widowy, but I was like, but you know what? Widows does not have the corner on the badass women market. So, um, right. So I, I, yeah, I'll be interested to see it. And it's just really like the idea of having this female director. And I think she wrote it or, or partially adapted it. It looks um, like she at least adapted it, yeah. Yeah, and and plus a, a really excellent cast. Like I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm definitely interested. Mm-hmm. Well, and we've seen this year what what Melissa McCarthy can do in a more serious yeah. role. Um, I'm really excited to see Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, so. it's an interesting Mc- mix of of um, of actresses. Like it's not mm-hmm. people that I would necessarily expect to be working together, but I'm definitely interested in seeing them. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy well, that about Widows roles right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I thought that about Widows too because you've got Viola Davis and then Michelle Rodriguez. I never would have put them together working together in a movie, yeah. and it works so well. So yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want to know how this... my boy fits in. He's he's kind of an interesting choice in that group. Well, if it's the I'm Irish gonna mafia. guess he's FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Or with a suit, okay. <laughs> or, or he's, it's the Irish Mafia. So true. Ooh, he could play a bad guy. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I would, I would really like to see him do that again. He, I know I he's, he's funny. I want him to have something where he gets to do a lot. Yeah, you know, he, show show us how good he is. We know it, but let's let's see this in a bigger movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is also, that's based on a comic book graphic novel. So that'll be interesting. And it comes out September 20th. Kristen, what is your number two? I'm fairly cr- confident no one else has this. Uh, it's the Untitled Terminator reboot. You are damn right. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, you, were, you were right. <laughs> context. Let's talk context. 
I've loved What's Terminator. his name? I've loved Terminator since I was six. I, I probably shouldn't have watched it when I watched it. I watched it as a kid, and I was into that movie. I, I saw Terminator 2 when it came. I've seen them all. And I have slowly wept every single time they remake them. Um, I love 1 and 2. I think 1 and 2 are fantastic movies. And Linda Hamilton is queen. And everybody should bow down for her because she's amazing. So 3 is terrible-ish. Um, it's got some high points, but it's not good. And so when Terminator Salvation, the, that's the Christian Bale one, came out, I told everybody in my house... This movie's going to save the franchise. It's going to be amazing. Watch. I should have known better than to trust a man named fucking McGee. Charlie's I, I thought that same thing, too. <laughs> when I saw that, my best friend looked at me and he said, I wish I had a camera on your face as you slowly went from jubilant to just so sad so quickly. <laughs> and since then, they've all just been straight up unwatchable. And they're going to reboot this. It's not directed by any of the original directors. Um, it's it's being directed by Tim Miller, who did Deadpool. Okay. Um, but it's got Linda Hamilton in it. She's back. They couldn't get her for any of the other ones, but they got her for this one. And I have to believe, I have to believe there was something that she read in this script that said, okay. Gonna do it. It was her contract, and it was for a lot of money. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. You make me feel so good. <laughs> uh, Kristen was finally happy about something, and now you just right, Karen. It. Kill Christian. Kill Kristen's joy. Her joy was right there. <laughs> you know, in twenty eighteen, everybody saw Halloween with Jamie Lee again, and they were all happy for the most part, except until for Karen. they saw the she movie. Um, you it know, I know many a person who still thinks it's the best of the best. I'm just saying, I haven't seen it. This is that. Well, for they're me. not right. <laughs> I like that. No, I... I, my excitement <laughs> on that level that like it's it's gotta it's gotta have something. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping it has something because I have to say damn. I was <laughs> I was teasing about Linda Hamilton because I do think that. In order for her to sign on for this, I don't think it's just about money. I think that she would not have done it if she didn't really feel like there was something good Agreed. and worthwhile. So, I'm hoping. Yeah. May I just say, we had a whole co Terminator conversation and Genesis didn't come up once. Oh, oh <laughs> no. about how Genesis is the worst thing to ever happen in the Terminator existence. Um, this is also one of the first Terminators to, I think, have a predominantly predominant cast of color. Um, there's there's a lot of of Latin American actors here, including another Terminator, played by Gabriel Luna, uh, who is of uh, Latino descent. So that's gonna be interesting to see. God, I hope it's okay. I'm not asking for like great. I'm asking for just good. I'm asking for decent. Um, and that comes out <laughs> November first. I just want something better than like the last three. That's it. That's a really low bar. The really low bar. It really is a low bar. It, it is. is. It is. Let Linda Hamilton do her thing. Like, dude, even Dante's Peak is a decent movie. You know why? Because Linda Hamilton's in it. So, I'm it's just true. saying, give her a gun and a volcano and a robot, and I think she can make <laughs> magic happen. <laughs> yes. Lauren, what's your number two? My number two is It Chapter Two. 
It also has a gun, a volcano, and a robot in it. (laughs) (laughs) And a sexy, sexy clown. Yeah, it's all about the sexy clown, man. No, he's not a sexy clown. No, what is wrong with the world? I don't get it. He's not a sexy clown. The person under the clown is sexy. He was a sexy devil, and now he's a sexy clown. Not even that. That man's got dead shark eyes. You know what? Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. I'll take his I still want that romantic comedy. Not him. Uh... (laughs) Anyways, yes, it chapter two. I, it's a great cast, and um, and I and and the original, the first, the first half basically was was such a good film. It's so, like one of the best big budget horror films um, that's been made in a long time, and I'm I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see which direction they're going to go. I'm a little worried because I know the solution or the kind of the ending to to the whole it saga as it were and i always found it to be really stupid so i'm going to be interested to see if they can actually make it scary uh i hope that they can i mean the the original the the initial the first film was was so good at just summoning that kind of childhood terror so it'll be interesting to see how they deal with the adults and and also how they deal with the final act Mm -hmm. yeah i'm really looking forward to it too i'm I was such I was blown away by the first movie because I didn't have a lot of expectations for it and it and then it came out and it was so good. And then when they started talking about well who's going to play the adult cast, you know, there are names that were thrown around that I thought Jessica Chastain's never going to yeah. do this. Why would they even talk about it? And then she said yes to it. So it's like she's going to be in it and um, Bill Hader and um, my mind is blinking right now. James McAvoy and like all these people that I'm like, yeah, this this I think I think this is gonna be good. So I this at is- least they already knew where the story was going when they did the first movie, so that helps. Yeah, this was on my list as well, and I'm I'm re- I watched the original the, the the first incarnation of it from a couple years ago. Every time it's on HBO. Um, I enjoy it a lot. So, and I'm ready for horror to become a classy quote unquote genre again because you remember back in the 70s when like Gregory Peck and big stars were actually doing, they weren't considered horror films, they were considered dramas with horror elements. And I'm I'm ready mm-hmm. to see big stars get back into stuff like this again. I'm hoping it ushers in a tide that it, you don't need to just do horror when you're a neophyte that you can be like a serious actor and do horror. I want that again. And I'm excited to see more adventures of Eddie because Eddie's still still my favorite. I love Eddie. That will be out September 6th. My birthday. Oh my gosh, that's going to be what we all go see for my birthday. It's official. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, let's see. Kim, what's your number two? I have A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood as number two. Okay. Um, mainly the reason I, I was initially writing this movie off just because, okay, Mr. Rogers, that could, I mean, in the hands of Tom Hanks, I think that is going to be more than fine. In the hands of any other lead actor, I'd probably, I don't know if I would go near this, but the whole Marielle Heller thing, really, as soon as I heard it was her working on it, that she's queen in my book right now, as far as I'm concerned. She is, her work on Can You Ever Forgive Me was just stunning. 
and she's one of my favorite new direct directors working now. So I I will be there. I will be there with bells on. And then and also noticing that Matthew Reese is in the cast, who I've been kind of not so secretly crushing over since probably the first of November. That gets me there as well. But I I sobbed all the way through the Mr. Rogers documentary. So I'm excited for this one. And Lauren, you had this on your list too, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm sort of in the same boat. I kind of had I I had ignored it initially because of the documentary, and then um, uh, Mariel Heller just I was like, oh, okay, yes, I will absolutely go see this film. I'm always kind of iffy about Tom Hanks because I think that he he plays up the whole you know America's favorite actor kind of thing, but he's also perfect casting here. So I he is. yeah, I will be. I would be interested to see what it's like, and um, I have I have high hopes for it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. My number two is Jojo Rabbit. I have been excited about this movie from the very first moment I heard about it, probably on Tycho ITT's Instagram because he was posting pictures throughout production, and he would tag them things like. Hashtag Schittler. <laughs> I just love him so much. Um, so this is Taika Waititi directing a... It's an adaptation of a book about a young boy who's in Hitler's youth. And he finds out his mother's hiding a Jewish boy in their house. And Taika Waititi's in it and he plays Hitler. Which <laughs> is hilarious because he is a New Zealand Maori Jewish guy playing Adolf Hitler. Which could not be more of like Hitler's worst nightmare. <laughs> so I'm here for it. And it's got Roman Griffith Davis, Thomason McKenzie, who's so good in Leave No Trace. And Scarlett Johansson as well. And it doesn't have a formal release date, but it will be out in 2019. It's already in... Pro- like I think it's already finished, so there you go. Um, yeah, it was your your advocacy for that that really turned me on to yeah. it. But that oh just, my gosh, that's gonna be such a I'm ho- that'll be such a fun project. I'm really I'm excited so for excited. it. Yes, I'm so excited. All right, we're at number one. Kristen, what is your most anticipated film of 2019? Okay, so this is both me, but also not 100 percent me because I could have gone with a way worse title but it's little women yay yay <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i i rank them as the 49 94 33 um i love and those are just the film versions i know there's been tv adaptations and stuff like that um i i love the story of little women yes i understand it's problematic and it's very white privilege but as a child growing up um, Louisa May Alcott was one of the like first women writers I ever read, and yep. I am a fan of this whole dogged, you know, need to to persevere and all of that. Yes, Greta Gerwig could have done something completely different and really opened it up to a more inclusive audience. I understand the criticisms, but at the same time, I I still love Little Women, um, and I apologize if you think that that's hypocritical. Um, but I, Greta Gerwig is great. I love Lady Bird. It was my favorite movie the year it came out. And when I heard she was making Little Women, I was just like, oh, that's that seems appropriate. It, it seems appropriate. This is apparently a year where just we're going back to classic film and we're just remaking all the top tier stuff. 
So between this and Rebecca, I am ready to have just a feast of riches. Um, but the cast too is great. Uh, my lady Shersha Ronan's gonna play Joe. Uh, uh, That's perfect casting. Meryl Streep's gonna be Aunt Marge, which is weird. Um, Laura Dern's gonna be Marmy. Um, I'm I'm into this, and of course, my sweet buttered biscuits, Timothy Chalamet is gonna play Laurie, the ultimate fuckboy. I am ready. I am ready for that. Um, I, I'm just, I'm into this. I am so excited for everything that's gonna happen. Yes, they could have done better with some of that casting. I'm just saying. That, that I'm there. still bummed out about that Emma Stone to Emma Watson transition. Yeah, I, yeah, Emma I wanted Emma, I mean, Emma Stone. If we're talking about things Oscar Isaac would have been great at, I mean, you know, Bear would have been a great performance from him. Just saying, but I get, you know, you want to have everybody look the same age. Um, and Laura, Laura Dern is Marmy. Can we talk about how awesome that is going to be? That is going to be really awesome. Um, I, that is stellar. Oh my gosh. I mean, I love the 94 version for so many reasons. Baby Christian Bale. Okay. The fact yes. that Gabriel <laughs> Byrne is 20 years older than Winona Ryder and he looks 35 years older than Winona Ryder. Um, I mean... I'm sold. I'm sold. This is this is a, a sell for me. So I am ready for this one. This comes out Christmas Day of 2019. Funny how I always have a Christmas Day release. This in 2018 it was on the basis of sex. And this year it's gonna be Little Women. And you know what? I'm ready to be dazzled yet again. So Somehow, the more I hear about this movie, the less excited God I am. God damn it, it, Karen! Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I agree. Karen. I don't know why. Yeah, I just, um, I, I don't, we don't need this. There are lots of other great books to adapt. Yes, but my adaptation of Wuthering Heights is still in development hell, so. <laughs> there are other ones, there are other novelists besides Louisa May Alcott, the Brontes, yeah. and Jane Austen. Yeah, there are other great female Oh, I'm not novels. talking about other people remaking yeah. them. I'm talking about me remaking <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. Well, Lauren, what's your number one most anticipated film of 2019? My number one most anticipated film of 2019 is Us. Nice. Uh, yeah, Jordan Peele's, I, I guess, follow-up. I, I don't want to call it a follow-up because everybody, people keep on talking about how, like, oh, is this part of the Get Out cinematic universe? Just, like, can it just be a movie that is that takes yeah. place in, uh, in, like, you know, its own cinematic universe? Um, yeah, it just looks awesome, and I'm really looking forward to it. I loved Get Out, and I'm I'm really interested to see what Jordan Peele is going to do next. It's it already looks frightening. Like just the trailer scared the crap out of me. So um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens with it. And it's a, a great cast, and Winston Duke. I'm not going to argue mm -hmm. with that. Like that sounds awesome. <laughs> All right, to me, I don't mind watching him for a couple of hours. Uh, yeah, it looks great. Oh, yeah, it really does. I'm so excited for it. That that trailer, like, I mean, I was, they already had me at Jordan Peele's new movie. But then when I saw the trailer, I was just like, this looks amazing. I can't wait. So, yeah, I'm super excited. It comes out in March. Anybody else have anything to say about us? Yeah, this was on my list. And I, I mean, I think Karen took the words right out of my mouth because the trailer is fantastic. Again, I'm really liking this push towards legitimizing horror with 
A-list stars and these kind of deeply seated social commentaries. Again, it's all of the 70s without the 70s. Well, what horror has been... <laughs> I'm going to defend horror very briefly for for that. Uh, horror has been, like, A-list for a very long time. This is not. This is nothing new. No, I, I let me let me clarify maybe because maybe I'm explaining <laughs> it wrong. Um, I just feel like there's still this cachet with with horror as this genre that beginners like you start out in the horror field and then you transition into serious acting and you're a teenager who gets killed for having sex yes. and then you get your serious. Yeah, I, I think that that's the dominance of kind of the late seventies, early eighties sort of view of slasher films. And there's still a lot of just really bad horror. Right. Being and that, and that like when, when, else, but... when horror was given this air of class with A-list actors, it, they weren't sold as horror movies. They were more sold as dramas with horror elements. Well, and they're still trying to do that. There's right. still this like a oh, prestige horror. That's why I was pushing back against what the description that you were giving. So I was like, horror has always had like a, dealing with social issues, dealing with um, you know the issues of repression and things oh, yeah, like yeah. that. And so it's it's like Jordan Peele is basically just standing on the shoulders of giants, as it were, uh, in in producing some of this. I I agree, but I I don't think that I don't think that we should say oh horror is like was like this other thing and now it's being elevated. That's all. Works for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm excited for it too. Kim, what is your most anticipated film of 20? Well, it figures the one movie I didn't check on IMDb, so I'm going to have a uh, Death on the Nile moment, and I think I remember us talking about this on the podcast, but I completely blanked it out. I had Wonder Woman 1984 as my number one, so it looks like that's probably going to be my number one for next year, too. I'm going to stick. I'm going to say it should be out in 2019 because I really want to see it, but it'll be my number one for 2020 as well. <laughs> okay. So you don't want to swap that? I out mean, I you're. I mean, one of my honorable mentions. I mean, Star Wars. Pro, Star Wars was probably the closest one that would be a number one. Just, I'd like. I'm looking forward to how that comes to an end um and uh, you know everything about i really liked the last three star wars last jedi i thought was really good filmmaking really well done um so and i was just watching a new hope today and it just it i i had a little surge of star wars emotion which got me thinking about how excited i am for it um i'm probably to be a mess just i've had all my carrie fisher wounds i thought i had fixed ripped open kind of in the last kind of month or so and so kind of having that story wrap up is gonna leave me on the floor sobbing in the fetal position but that's that's probably the closest i have to a legitimate number one now just be careful because they don't always sweep the theater floors. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're down on the floor. <laughs> um, my most anticipated movie. Yeah, my most anticipated film of 2019. I'm not even going to pretend it's not. It is absolutely Star Wars Episode Nine. I have been, you know, we've talked about this. I've been a major fan from the beginning. I love Star Wars. I love what this trilogy has been. Um, I kind of love how much it's how much The Last Jedi pissed off a lot of fanboys and revealed a lot of biases that they try to pretend aren't there. Um, and 
I'm really looking forward to just seeing what happens with the story. I really want to know what's going to happen between Ray and Kylo Ren. I want to know how they're going to um, how they're going to work around the fact that Carrie Fisher is no longer with us, but Princess or General Leia still is. Um, I'm I'm just I'm excited. I can't wait, and it's going to be a a good good way to close out what I hope is a good year. I'm, s- I'm still holding out, out hope for Poe and Finn to realize their love for each other. Who would have thought that in 2019, Karen would be the one with the Oscar Isaac movie as the number one on her most anticipated list? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 That's Kristen. True, but... I'm the one with the Star Wars movie <laughs> I mean, on I my most anticipated list. really loves The Last Jedi. I, I, Oscar Isaac is relevant in that movie for me um, because I think the whole movie is really, really good. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to go see it and have a moment where I'm just like, what weird cameo are they going to throw in there to make me choke on my popcorn at the in the middle of a crowded movie? Could it, could it get any better than the Justin <laughs> Thoreau cameo for that level oh, no, of weirdness? It but I mean, um, well, they could give us him as a well, character. Yeah, well, that would yeah, be good. That would help. Good try. <laughs> yeah. Not Coyote Ugly Me and throw in Benicio Del Toro, okay? <laughs> Maybe that would be nice. That would be fucking great. See, I'm I'm still holding out to hope, too, because we know Pedro Pascal's joining the universe as well. Oh, shit. I thought he's here. Well, wait. Yeah, but he's here. I just yeah. want to know what it means. That's all I, I'm just, I just want the relationship to find. That's it, Okay. Just have his bounty hunter come in, hug Poe, and then just walk out. You know, so just toss us something, JJ. And then I'm just going to know. I'm going to be like, okay, 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 I'm fine. It's fine. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, those are our most anticipated films of 2019. We would love to hear yours. So tweet us. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Citizen Dame Pod. Occasionally, we still wander onto Facebook, and you can find us there at facebook.com slash citizendame. You're always welcome to send us an email, citizendamepod at gmail.com. Go to our official website, citizendamepod.com, where we have all kinds of awesome stuff. We've got our weekly Citizen Dame 5. We've got our Thirst Traps, our um, Feminist Fridays, our Dame Struck that Lauren does, all kinds of fun things. Uh, we've got What I Did for Love coming up this month, where I will be reviewing the classic film, Let's Kill Ward's Wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and Karen also put if up you want a to... review of On the Basis of Sex. Um, I did. I did. Oh, love that movie so much. Um, you can also check us out on Patreon if you'd like to support the show, patreon.com slash citizendame. And we have all kinds of perks and special bonus content there, like our, uh, what do we have on there right now? Um, Suicide Squad commentary is coming. The Sicario commentary is there. We're, we're prepping a and... whole schedule of bonus stuff, which is going to be happening soon uh do we want to announce what we what the first two are maybe why don't you go for it Kristen? okay yeah. so we, we already decided um thanks to brendan kane who is a patreon subscriber we're going to be doing an episode all about on the basis of sex as well as our upcoming man from uncle tribute episode which is uh going to be up there and if you join 
you get pins and every month uh, we're gonna do it again this month if you look over at our uh, citizen dame twitter you'll notice that brian b was the first winner of a prize pack from citizen dame hq and we're gonna be doing that semi-regularly so if you join in the month of january you might get not not an amazing prize pack because you know christmas um but you will get a citizen dame prize if you are randomly selected amongst our patreon subscribers so if you're on the fence and you want to win a cool prize all you have to do is donate a dollar and you will be entered to win that's right so you can once again find this on patreon.com citizen dame also we have merch and that is in our zazzle store zazzle.com citizen dame as well you can also reach out to us individually if you'd like and tweet at us about how much, you know, Kristen should have had Little Women lower on her list or <laughs> just kidding. Or how John Bernthal and Sixty Clothes is what everybody wants. All of that. I take it Exactly. So uh, you can find us on our individual Twitters, Kristen. I am at journeys underscore film. Lauren. I am at LH business. Kim. I'm at Cape here 624. And I am at Karen M. Peterson. And we should mention. So that's going to finish. We should oh. mention that we will be back with our regular discussion next episode. This is the end of our year in review. Woohoo. Yay. It is. Yep. Next week we'll be back to talking about garbage people. And... There's so many catching up oh, on everything there are, that but... we've missed for like the last month. So if you have something you want us we're to, we're gonna really, really analyze. About... We're gonna really analyze that Men in Black International oh, trailer. Hell yes, we are. <laughs> so, but yeah, if you have anything you want us to to talk about, please send it to us. If you have questions. Please let us know because we love those. And yeah, and that's going to finish things out. So thanks so much for listening and have a great week.